You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, and thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. My apologies if I sound a little stuffed up. I have been battling a cold, so I've been kind of burning the candle at both ends. I've been working really hard on a project for you guys that I'm not quite ready to announce yet, but it's coming and I'm so excited. I think you guys are really going to dig it. Getting sick was a great reminder for me that I really need to take care of myself. So I thought that I would remind you that you have to make sure that you take care of yourself. I know that when you're pregnant, there are a million things to do. I know a lot of you are still working in full-time jobs and you definitely need to remember to take it easy, especially when your body is working overtime to build a human. So you really want to make sure that you are eating well and getting plenty of rest to keep your immune system in tip-top shape so that you can stay healthy. Last week, we talked about group B strep, what it is, how they test for it, and how it can affect you during your pregnancy and your baby after birth. The good news about group B strep is that antibiotics greatly reduce the chances that it will be passed to your baby, and there is some preliminary research that's showing you may be able to prevent being colonized with group B strep to begin with. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check out episode 43. In today's episode, we are discussing birth centers, what a birth center is, what you can expect during your prenatal care, and how everything works during labor and birth. A birth center is a middle ground between a home birth and a hospital. You get the benefit of a natural birth in a home-like setting with some of the safety net that you would have in a hospital. Birth centers are generally based on midwife-led care focused on prenatal and postpartum care for low-risk women. The majority of birth centers are freestanding entities, but more and more are popping up in hospitals with the same focus of natural birth, but they are fully integrated within the hospital system in the event resources or care from the hospital are needed. Birth centers are becoming more popular in the U.S. In 2004, there were 170 birth centers and a total of 0.23% of births took place in a freestanding birth center. By 2013, there were 248 centers, which accounted for 0.39 births. The number of women giving birth in a birth center is still less than home births, but I do suspect that that number will continue to grow as more and more birth centers pop up around the country. I will include a link to these stats from the CDC in the show notes if you want to read more, and you can find those at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 44. The Commission for Accreditation of Birth Centers certifies birth centers that meet standards that are set by the American Association of Birth Centers. I will put a link in the show notes where you can find an accredited birth center in your area. The search tool is a little bit clunky on the Commission for the Accreditation of Birth Centers site, so I'm also going to link to the American Association of Birth Centers, and that might be a little bit easier for you to use their search tool. Certified nurse midwives, certified midwives, or professional midwives typically staff birth centers. A certified nurse midwife has a bachelor's degree in nursing and then goes through a two to three year graduate level training in midwifery. Certified nurse midwives are licensed in all 50 states in the United States. Another credential is a certified midwife, which does not have a nursing background, and certified midwives are only licensed in five states in the U.S., 
Certified professional midwives do not have a college degree requirements, and instead they gain their training through clinical training under the supervision of a midwife, and those are only licensed in 27 states. Many birth centers will also work closely with other professionals like nurses, acupuncturists, doulas, massage therapists, counselors, chiropractors, childbirth educators, nutritionists, and lactation consultants. Some birth centers will have some of these professionals on staff or have a close working relationship with them so that they can recommend and refer you to them if they think it would be helpful. Birth centers strive to really be a comprehensive one-stop shop for all of your prenatal, birth, and postpartum care. The cost of prenatal care and birth tends to be less expensive at a birth center compared to a hospital. You would need to check with the birth center and with your health insurance to find out if a birth center is covered and up to what amounts. It could also be a good idea to find out how your insurance coverage would work in the event that you did have to transfer to a hospital, just so that you're prepared for everything. I know you've heard this from me before, but trying to locate this information online might be a challenge. So I really recommend just get on the phone with your health insurance company so you can get all your questions answered. Some birth centers may also offer assistance or reduced rates if you are low income. So if you're concerned about the cost, ask if there are any programs that you could qualify for to reduce the fees. If you have more than one birth center in your area, go check them out and ask for a tour. This is going to give you an opportunity to meet some of the midwives and get a feel for the place to see if it's going to be the right fit for you. Birth centers are pretty unique settings, so there can be a big difference between two of them. If you're looking at a couple options, you might also want to find out the proximity to a hospital or what the procedures in place are at each birth center if a transfer becomes necessary. You also can and should have a tour at your backup hospital. Same thing if you have multiple options for a backup hospital, go take a look at them so that you can choose the best one for you in the event that you ended up there. Birth centers are focused on wellness care for low-risk women. Your prenatal appointments are going to take place at the birth center. Some centers may also offer group appointments where you are matched up with other moms expecting around the same time. If group appointments are an option, try it out. You're going to find new and experienced moms, and it's really nice to meet other women who are going through the same things as you on a similar timeline. You might even make some friends for playdates once your little one is born. Whether you have group or just one-on-one -on -one appointments, your prenatal appointments tend to be longer than typical appointments with an OBGYN, and they're really going to focus on education and answering any questions you have. Many birth centers will involve you as much as possible in your prenatal care, from taking some tests at home to checking your own weight. You're going to be much more of an active participant rather than a patient at a birth center. This is also going to be the case if you are seeing a midwife for your prenatal care and are planning a home birth, and you being an active participant is really part of the model of midwife-led care. Similar to a hospital, you will start labor at home before coming into the birth center. You should know when your midwife wants you to come in. For example, when your contractions are 5-1-1 or five minutes apart, lasting for one minute for one hour. You're probably going to want to call them to let them know when you are in labor, especially if it's after hours. Birth centers are generally not open 24 hours like a hospital emergency room would be. 
You will want to have a birth center bag packed and ready to go with anything that you might want for labor, birth, and your new baby. I covered what to pack in your hospital or birth center bag in episode 24. And if you want to grab a free checklist, you can request it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 24. Depending on the structure of the birth center, you might have an assigned midwife who will be present for your birth, or you could end up with the midwife on call. Make sure you know the policy of the birth center so that you know who you can expect to be present for your birth. The labor and birth experience at a birth center is very similar to a home birth, both in setting and the policies. In a birth center, you are encouraged to eat and drink to keep your energy levels up. This is the opposite of a hospital where you are discouraged from eating and drinking, and IV fluids are often used to keep you hydrated. A birth center is set up like a home setting, so there's usually a bed, tools like squatting bars and birthing balls will be available, and often there is a tub for water births. I'm going to be talking all about water birth next week, so I'm not going to get into that in this episode. Midwives in a birth center are going to encourage you to labor in the way that's most beneficial for you, however and wherever you are most comfortable. Birth centers are not big on interventions, and a lot of interventions like continuous electronic fetal monitoring, epidurals, or assisted delivery, you would have to go to a hospital to have access to those. The rate of episiotomies also tends to be really low at birth centers, but if one is needed, your midwife can perform one. I did cover episiotomies and some things that you can do to avoid tearing or an episiotomy in episode 22. So if you have not heard that episode, you can listen to it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 22. Birth centers should have procedures in place in the event that a transfer to a hospital is needed. In most cases, if you need to be transferred, it's not an emergency situation, and you should discuss how this works and whether your midwife would be able to continue your care in a hospital or whether they would need to transfer you to an OBGYN. A birth center should have OBGYNs that they work with regularly and that are very supportive of natural birth. After the birth of your baby, you can expect to be able to focus on your little one. Your midwife will, of course, be checking to make sure both you and your baby are healthy and doing fine. Your stay at the birth center is going to be much shorter than a hospital stay, and often you can expect to go home the same day. Talk to your midwife ahead of time so that you know how long you can expect to be there. Now that you have an overview of what a birth center is and how it works, let's talk about some of the statistics and the safety concerns at birth centers. There's not a ton of research on birth centers, and as more open up around the country, hopefully we're going to see a lot more published data. Do keep in mind that women who are good candidates for prenatal care and birth at a birth center are low risk without complications. A study of over 15,000 women who plan to give birth at birth centers between 2007 and 2010 has some great stats to give you a good idea of why some women choose to give birth at a birth center. 94% had a vaginal birth, which means that the C-section rate for low-risk women who choose to give birth at a birth center was only 6%. And of course, those women who had C-sections were transferred to a hospital. 84% of women were able to give birth at the birth center, 
Of all the participants, 4.5% were referred to a hospital before being admitted to the birth center. 11.9% transferred to the hospital during labor. 2% transferred after giving birth. And 2.2% had their babies transferred after birth. Of the women who transferred to a hospital during labor, 54% of those ended up with a vaginal birth. 8% had a forceps or vacuum-assisted vaginal birth, and 38% had a C-section. The majority of the in-labor transfers were for non-emergency reasons, such as prolonged labor. 0.9% of the total participants transferred to the hospital during labor for emergency reasons. 0.4% of mothers and 0.6% of newborns transferred after birth for emergency reasons. If you want to read more from this study, there will, of course, be a link to it in the show notes. If you are planning to have your baby at a birth center, that means that you are planning a natural birth and probably putting a lot of work into your birth plan. Be sure to check out the episode I did on natural birth, which is going to give you a really good perspective of what your body goes through during labor and birth and how different hormones affect the birth process. You can listen to that episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 40. If you want to see what a birth center birth plan might look like, I'd be happy to send you a copy of mine. I did have my son at a birth center, and I also had a backup birth plan in the event that I ended up in a hospital. So I'm happy to send you a copy of that too. If you want to see those, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash birth plan. Your preferences may be different from mine, but it might be helpful just for you to see how one could be structured and worded. To recap today's episode, we talked all about birth centers and what you can expect during your prenatal care and birth. You should have a much better idea of why some women do choose a birth center and whether it's something that you would like to explore. I want to thank you for tuning into the Pregnancy Podcast today. I hope you find this episode helpful. Next week, we are talking about water birth. I will get into all of the benefits of a water birth as well as discuss some of the risks and the research available. A water birth may be an option in a birth center or even in a hospital, so it's not just a home birth thing. Tune in next week to learn all about it so you can decide if it's something that you may want to consider. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 44. You're also welcome to come join me in the Pregnancy Podcast community on Facebook, where you can connect with some other expecting moms and ask questions specific to what you are going through in your pregnancy and planning for your birth. I will put a link to that group in the show notes. 